Welcome back, moms. Welcome. This is episode four of Steady Momming, and I am your host, Ryan. Hi, ladies. Um, if you can't tell about a title today, we're going to be talking about sex. So I do not think the children should be in the room for this. Before we get started on sex, let's talk about something that I seen in the news this week um, with a celebrity and tennis player, Serena Williams. If you have not heard, Serena Williams was in the news this week talking about how she hated the smell of her husband when she was pregnant. Um, I'm going to quote what Serena said. She said, I was like, I can't stand you and I don't know why. Obviously, at that time, I didn't know why either. It was like, there's something about your smell. I just don't like your smell. Um, at that time, Serena Williams was six weeks pregnant and she didn't know that she was pregnant yet, but she did not like the smell of her husband. And I just want to applaud Serena for coming forward to tell us something that she didn't have to tell us. And when she as herself coming forward um she just wanted other people to know that she's normal and she can relate to some things that we go through that we are we may be embarrassed to talk about this isn't serena's first time speaking about being pregnant and her um, hormones and emotional um state of mind as far as being a mother and being a first-time mother and um i just applaud serena because she has been very open about how difficult it is and how hard it is when you're pregnant and even after having your child i don't think a lot of people think about that and they only think about um the balloons and the confetti but being pregnant and after you have your child can be hard um on a lot of women it was hard on me. I know when I was pregnant with my first daughter, I didn't like the smell of beef. I couldn't stand the smell of beef. With my son, I couldn't stand the smell of of all things cupcakes or like anything type of bakery stuff and Subway bread smell. I did not like that. So it may not be a person you didn't like the smell of. It may be um, a food or um, just something that you just could not stand. I just could not stand the smell with my husband. I mean, my son the smell of subway or bakery things and it was just it would make me gag um and so yeah she just went on to say so looking back it's so surreal and crazy now that I'm here I have all these funny memories of being miserable and Serena girl I get you and I understand you because I know with my first I was happy but with my second I was kind of miserable I, I fat and I just I didn't like it I tried to enjoy it and I wish I would have enjoyed it a little bit more um and I just want to say one thing about me and people were I was reading comments about uh this topic of Serena Williams not liking the smell of her husband and people there are people who are that either a don't have children or b just don't get pregnancy and being pregnant um they were making fun of it and laughing about it and she don't like the smell of her husband because he's white. Um, no, it's just something that we go through when we become mothers and we're pregnant. You, Some may experience this. You may not like the smell of something. Or for me, um, I know something that's weird that, that people might think that's weird about me is I liked it, the taste of um, toilet paper when I was pregnant with my daughter in chalk. Um, I wouldn't like digest it or swallow it I just liked it on my tongue I don't know it's something about the texture that I loved and I thought I was weird and I was embarrassed to share this with my family and um, some friends at first but 
um, I did share with my husband. I didn't even share with my husband for a while. He actually found out because he was like, why are you buying all this toilet paper? And it's, it's leaving the house. But after I told him like why and like I can't stop, I found out from my doctors like I, I my iron my iron levels were down um, and I needed to take more iron pills. And so it's normal to have like go through these weird things when you're when you have um, when you're pregnant. And so I just want moms out there to know that you might not like the smell of something or you might not like this. But I think with Serena Williams speaking about this, it's good that we we're able to just speak on this because there are going to be new uh, moms and people that are their first time pregnancy that think this stuff is embarrassing. It's not. It's life. It's real. It's it happens to everyone. It happens to celebrities. It happens to people who you, you may not think it might not touch, but it happens. And so. Don't feel like you're alone or you you might be alone at that moment um, because there might not be anyone else around you that like to eat toilet paper. But there are plenty of people out there that experience weird things during a pregnancy. And I mean, it happens. So, yes, Serena Williams, I'm not going to give out any timeout um, punishments this week. This week, I'm going to give Serena Williams my Dear Mama Award because I love this is going to be a word that I give out to moms that I see doing their thing. Um, and Serena Williams is doing her thing as far as being able to speak on how hard it is to be a mom in the industry and how hard and how normal it is to be a, a mom just all around, especially a first time mom. And I love that. I love that people are not just acting like life is perfect and everything's okay. And having millions of dollars will fix everything because it will not moms are our emotions are real what we experience is real and it's not always going to be easy and it's not always going to be a party and just fun so thank you Serena for speaking on that okay moms and let's get right into it let's talk about what we all are here for sex life after children and being married if you are a new parent you know that your sexual relationship definitely changes after you have children and if it does not I just want to applaud you because you are one of few that experience this problem um as a new parent um you just feel like you have less time you're always tired your hormones are all out of whack um and in some instance you physically cannot have sex because it's painful and so I just want to know who out there is experiencing this so comment on my Instagram and let me know if you have experienced this where you can't have sex after your kids or things just changed um, I know with my daughter I couldn't do it um, you know they say that you can have sex maybe one or three months after you give birth but for me, it, it was probably I, I, I would have sex, but it was painful um, with my daughter. It was it was painful to the point like I didn't look forward to it anymore. I didn't want to do it anymore. I just was over having sex. I, it just was not fun anymore. And I remember um, one time my, me and my husband, we had sex and I was like crying because it hurt so it was painful it wasn't that I was tired or anything like that it just was painful to me and I didn't know why and so I would just like 
saying I don't know what's wrong with me I feel like I'm broken and I was too embarrassed to like at this point go to the doctor or speak to anyone about it I just was embarrassed about it um at first I was embarrassed to even tell my husband about it and so we would do it and I just he was just like what's wrong with you but when I did tell him he's like well we need to go see a doctor we need to go see someone about this because this isn't normal and this was like four months in like we would do it and I just would not be into it and so when I went and seen um, a physician about this I found out that I was um I was experiencing something that one it's normal and two it was because of um, my rough uh, delivery with my daughter labor and delivery I found that I had something called um, pelvic uh, function disorder pelvic forward function disorder and um, it's where when I would we would be intimate, it would feel like someone stabbing me. And in order for me to get um, to stop having those pains, I had to actually visit a physical therapist that specialized in sex. Yes, like making sure that it, it wasn't painful. And she, there was a lot that she went into that I don't want to go into detail, but um, I had to visit someone to fix me because I was broke. I. I was literally broke and I felt broke and I wasn't myself and it wasn't only because I had just had a kid and I was a new mom it was because I was physically unable to have sex and that it was painful and I'm just gonna tell you it, it was painful and I'm just keeping it really real with everyone that I couldn't do it so I don't know if there's anyone else out there that experienced that is experiencing this or to have I just want you to know that you're not alone I went through it and it it hurt but I have to say that after I did visit the physical therapist, she was able to help me um, get back to not, for get back to it not being painful. Now, as far as having sex, we would that's still being a new parent again. You're tired, you're you're drained. The last thing you want to do is have sex after you've been with a baby all day, or you've been at work, have to come home to a baby. It's just how can you be intimate or have sex and you're just it's all about the it becomes all about the kid and then sometimes parents um we uh we we when we when we have after we give birth we just we can't do it because we feel like if we do do it we're not we're not being good parents or we're being selfish to our children because we're taking time out for ourselves and that's not the case it's actually important to take time out for yourselves um for the kids so you're not arguing and yelling and just fighting over something like sex so yeah i i i was i i was like um i don't want to do it we need to spend time with this is just what my daughter we need to spend time with our daughter it we didn't have time we needed we didn't have time for each other so there's that after we had my son and my daughter she's of age now where she's into sports i just felt like we weren't spending time with each other um we were always on the go or we were like right now we're, we're on the go and we at the time we, we weren't making time for each other and and if we were making time my husband would stay downstairs and watch tv and then come upstairs and i'm, I'm tired by that point i've been at work for eight plus hours I, I just had to run the kids here clean up do this and we're just we were just like out of it and i we couldn't we couldn't have it just sex which just wasn't something i wanted to do it wasn't fun it wasn't how it was when we were 21 25 years old you know so we 
had to like first first I had to take a look at myself um and I had to say you know what you in order to be the not even the best wife the best wife and mother and to make yourself happy and be interested in sex um you have to care for yourself so I started to exercise again um I go to sleep at a reasonable time or I go up to my bedroom at a reasonable time and one thing I, I want to bring up is staying off social media like s- social media can drain your energy when you're just on it 24 7 and, I, and that that's with anything but with my sex life it could because I just would become tired and I'm just or I'm just too focused on what's going on on social media that I don't even care about that my husband's trying to cuddle or anything um so yeah I I I had to start like caring for myself first and knowing that in order for me to be the best wife and in order for me to get my sex life back I have to want it myself first and I have to just be able to maybe exercise a little bit more and just be happy with myself first and once I was able to do that um you have to have that communication and talk with your partner when I was felt like I was broke I was so embarrassed to talk about with my husband that when we did have sex it hurt me and I just I just wanted to hurry up and get it over with I didn't want to do it or just like hurry up and finish what you got like you know I didn't care for it so I had to like sit and tell my husband something that I thought was embarrassing but he laughed a little bit but he was like we need to this is what we need to do we need to have that open line of communication and be able to speak with each other about what's going on or something that we may not like especially when it comes to things like sex because we want to make our our relationship last long and it's important so we would um we would talk about like we still today we'll talk about it if we feel that something's not right in our sex life we'll talk about it and um I don't know who else is out there comfortable with talking about with their spouse about it, but it, it's it's normal. And so once we would talk about it, we decided like, okay, we're not spending enough time with each other. When we do spend time with each other, we're on our phones or we're not really focused on each other. And so I told my husband like, well, let's just make time. We don't have to like set a date, but you know, let's make time for each other. We don't have to be like every Tuesday at seven o'clock, it's time to pull down your pants. No. What we decided was we were just going to make days where we just, okay, we're going to mom and dad are watching a movie today or mom and dad are just going to watch TV today. And we would just cuddle with each other um, and and things like that. We would cook with each other and make it a whole like thing, even though the kids were there. Because, I mean, sometimes you can't you don't have a babysitter, so you have to make it work with the children there. So we would say, okay let's cook together. Let's watch TV together and let's see where that where that leads to is not it doesn't have to be sex right away it doesn't have to be oh, all right let's do it let's get into it like every time you go to the bedroom sometimes you can go to the bedroom and cuddle and kiss and and see where it goes it may not go anywhere because you're tired but at least you were spending time with each other at least you were being intimate not just physically but you know just kissing on each other touching each other it doesn't always have to be sex 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 it can sometimes just be just touching a person kissing on a person that makes that person you know open up a little bit more um and you also have to be able to understand that your partner may not want it as much or may not want that uh to be touched at a certain time so you have to be like okay are you in a mood this week or if you're not 
in the mood today I, i'll leave you alone because i know and so that's something we we start to do we would just talk to each other about it more and um make it not so taboo to talk about it because we were like when we were young it was like five times a week and now it's like maybe two three if if i'm feeling like i want to have sex um or he's feeling like he wants to and another um thing that i spoke about with my husband is just um like how i don't know if any of you have kids that like to sleep in your room my son he's four years old and sometimes he he wants to sleep in our room and so me and my husband have like got to the point where we're like this cannot happen because this is really going to mess up um our time when we're when we're with each other and we want to be intimate um so i know that's a parent that's a problem for a lot of parents out there and um what we've had to do is say okay sleep over with your sister in her room or something of that nature we get creative you have to get creative as a parent because we're not you're not always going to have a babysitter you're not going to always and you can't if you're just depending on always having a babysitter your your sex life is not going to be what you want it to be so you have to get creative and that's one area where we had to get creative as far as not having my son sleep in our room or we have a guest room we would go in there yes the guest room you just got to get creative with it and not be embarrassed to be creative about it and, and speak about it so you got to find that time alone and um just get to it or you know maybe just watch a tv show another thing um me and my husband we were speak my husband and i were speaking about was just uh making sure the other person's happy not just in the sex life but just all all around just making sure they're happy and um just talking with them again like i'm saying because if i'm not having a good day the last thing i want to do is have sex i'm who wants to do it after you you've had a the like worst day of your life at work or something just isn't right so that's that and i have to say this it's not selfish to have sex and it's not selfish to want to have sex and um be a busy parent be a busy mom it's okay and it's actually normal and it's it's something that you should want to do you should want to keep your relationship strong sex isn't the only thing that keep your relationship strong but it's part of it and if you're not doing it then somebody else will so you gotta find time for your spouse and make sure that they're okay with their sex life and that you are too your sex relationship is cool and with that being said i just want if you can leave me a comment on instagram um do you agree that children and marriage changes your sex life your sex relationship or do you disagree and if you haven't had this problems i just want to say kudos to you and if you have i just want to say you are not along um even though i feel like we have gotten to a better place in our sex life you may still experience times where you don't want to be bothered or you don't want to deal with anything of that nature and before i end this podcast this episode i want to say if you are someone, if you're a new mom and you're trying to conceive again, and I know you have to follow these like calculated um, when to have bees have sex or when to do it because you know you're trying to conceive. I was doing that with my second child, and that's part of the reason why um, we would do it a lot because we we wanted to have a kid, but it was just like it became a job. So if you are that person and you're having to you're trying to conceive, make it fun make it spontaneous 
do funny things just because you don't want it to become a job and make your husband feel like he's only there for his sperm like that's what you don't want to do and so with that being said I just want to say um moms keep doing your thing have fun with being a parent but also remember to focus on yourselves too because without a strong mom in the house there's gonna be chaos and it's just gonna be wild see you next week I'm out Ryan